like so many others, who you are is largely a result of your past. We have so many positive and not so positive experiences that we start to doubt ourselves and our place in this world. Let the healing process start now. Welcome to Shift Happens with Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and John Kennedy. When you start to focus on healing from the inside out, you'll learn so much more about your own health, your well-being, and your state of mind. Once you've started on that, the rest gets a little bit easier every day. Now, here is your host, Karin Weary, and this week's co-host. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shift Happens. This is the show where we make Shift Happen every single week, where we present Uh, new ideas, new ways that we can heal our minds and our body and just become more of who we were always meant to be because it's my personal opinion that we are capable of just becoming unlimited. And we have just been given so many limiting and and just uh, messages of that we depend on other people and we are weak and we are these fragile people that can't figure out how to get well on ourselves. And I just don't buy into that. I've seen too much proof of it. I have seen too much evidence and research that speaks to the opposite. And so I am Karen Weary, your host of Shift Happens. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist. When I'm not on here, I work with people to release trauma, anxiety, depression, all those things, the reasons why you're feeling that so that you can be free to go out and live what you're supposed to live and just have recently added frequency therapy, which is so phenomenal and a very gentle, holistic way of helping getting our feel back into homeostasis, which is where we belong. And Sandra Miller today is going to talk about what, how do we self-regulate? And this is something she spent her entire career on learning about and and putting this whole thing together. So Sandra, thank you for being on here. I'm super excited. Yes. Me too. Yeah. So you always, since I've known you, which is not that long, but always (laughs) have a million things cooking, uh, irons going on and projects, and I don't even know. So uh, (laughs) tell us a little bit about what you've got going on right now. I will. So, you know, I always use the term conscious creator. And unfortunately, when you're a conscious creator, what do you do? You create stuff. And it just seems like it's never ending sometimes. But I've had an interesting career. And, you know, one of the things I want people to know about me is I could sit here and I could tell you about accolades and titles and certifications. And honestly, when it comes to us, it doesn't mean anything to people, Karen. What I think is important is that people understand that I've been where they are and not just in the areas of health and wellness, but in the areas of mindset. Like I had a really troubling childhood. And in the areas of what I call self-regulation, self-mastery, which is what we're going to talk about today. So I've been where you guys are. I've had the autoimmunity. I've been 
possibly considering not being around for that long. I, I really got to a point in my health where I didn't know if I was going to be able to go on much longer that way. So I've run the gamut of the depression. The, I've had a few suicidal thoughts. I'm not going to lie to you. No, it hasn't been very, was a very long time ago. But there was a time that I wasn't so great, even though I thought I was. And so today's topic was, I call it personal mastery. But the new up-and-coming term that the psychologists use is self-regulation. And you mentioned homeostasis. Mm. So I kind of thought that's a good place to begin is with that term. Heck is homeostasis or hormesis is another name for it. It doesn't matter what you want to call it. It boils down to, are we able to master our own thoughts, feelings, and emotions in the world that we live in today, right? Mm. And how do we do that? I can tell you when I talk to people, they'll say, what do you mean you can change your thoughts and feelings? You can't do that. And it's funny. If, can I share a little story, a quick one, before we get into the topic? I love stories. Okay, perfect example, Karen. So I, aside from being a transformational health coach, I teach health and wellness, functional exercise, energy medicine, and I put them all together for transformational experience because I also work with mindset. And those are all the things, all the tools we need in our toolbox to sort of self-regulate. And so today I was working on a friend's program where I do some coaching for the people that come into his energy medicine program. And this one girl was very broken. You could tell that she had a lot of emotional baggage. And she, the whole conversation that I had with her today, the whole 30 minutes, she cried. She wept. At the end of the call, I said, do you mind if I make a suggestion? Because a good coach doesn't tell you what to do. They always come in and they ask, hey, if I had something that might help you out, would you mind if I shared it? She said, sure. I said, can I, can I show you something? She said, sure. And then here she is. She's crying. She's sobbing. She's expressing all of this emotion about people and how they let her down. And I said, close your eyes for a moment. And I don't know what this might mean for you, but bring up an emotion. Feel in your heart a time when you felt joyful, um, maybe empowered, ecstatic, happy, whatever. She mentioned that, well, it was in the beginning of a relationship that I was in, and the guy was a narcissist, and she went on and on about that. I said, just bring back the emotion. What did it feel like? And I had her conjure that up. And by the time we got off the call... She was happy and smiling, and I could hear it in her voice. She was smiling and happy and joyful. I said, you just changed the way you felt in an instant. You can do that anytime you want to. So that's kind of what this is all about. Like a chameleon doesn't realize his colors are changing when he's blending in to an environment. It's something that just happens kind of behind the scenes. It's not that easy for us initially. We have to sort of work at it. But it's so important, I thought, for her to know that this is not about somebody casting out evil for you or 
whatever it is these energy people are doing for you, believe me, I, I'm an energy medicine educator. I love energy. But you have your own special gift. And, and look, I, we just conjured it up in two seconds. And how do you feel now? She's like, I feel great. Yeah. I feel happy. I said, you can do this anytime you want. Your feelings are magnetic. They're going to pull you in a direction of whatever it is you're feeling right now. And it was like, oh, okay, that was that made my day. Yeah. So on it's that like magic. <laughs> yes. On that yes. topic, if you notice that you're breathing heavy, I have anxiety, or you're not breathing at all, which is usually uh, the breath hold of anxiety, then if you stop and become aware of your breathing heavy, what happens? It slows down a bit because you became aware of it. So that's kind of what I think I want to focus on speaking about today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really awareness because the thing is that we can get really the, the Fear and anxiety is like a loop. It's like a it's a magnetic loop down the uh, rabbit trail of more and more fear and anxiety, and then it becomes the fear of the fear and the anxiety of the anxiety, <laughs> and it's and it's horrendous. It's horrendous, and it's you know building these uh, highways in the brain that just fire off immediately. And, and it's a journey. It's a journey. You can make these shifts just like that. But it's just like you said, you have to become aware. And this is where I talk about mastering our emotions rather than allowing our emotions to master us. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. As a matter that's of fact, amazing. go ahead. No, that's it. It's amazing. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, my next sentence was going to be, it's about... Being the boss, being the creator, not the victim, right? And so I I hear people say, well, you have no idea how that feels. You don't realize what I'm going through. And I have to be honest. No, I don't realize what you're going through. But we all have the same systems that we work within. And so I try to help people get out of those systems because thoughts and emotions are just an energetic loop. It's energy. And I always call it putting your energetic foot out and tripping the path you're going down so that you take another path. It's shifting that with with whatever tool I happen to be teaching at the moment. But it's owning the consequences. And you may probably know that the, the same terminology that that when it comes to behaviors, antecedents, behaviors, and consequences. Mm-hmm. If I stick my finger in a light socket, I'm going to get zapped. There's no two ways around that unless somebody turned off the power, right? This is the action I'm taking. The behavior is I'm sticking my finger in. The consequences, I'm going to get zapped. So in order to change or self-regulate, we've got to change what happens first, and if we can't, the only other thing to change, right, is our reaction to it. It's right. the response. It's what I call them, instead of consequences, I call them prosequences. Yeah. A consequence is what happens to you, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. But a prosequence is when you take deliberate action 
for an outcome. You're basically, these things you do will ultimately lead to the right outcome. That's a pro-sequence. But you can't wait till you're in the middle of it to get there. You got to kind of head it off at the pass. When you're already in the panic mode, it's too late. The ship has already sailed. It's gone. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. And the the term that I was taught, so I still use it, it's a horrible term, but it fits, is kill the baby while it's a, kill the monster while it's a baby. Ah, okay. Right? So it's to, at the first sign of discomfort, Whatever your tool is, I teach a tool called the STOP technique, but it's very much based in cognitive behavior therapy and anchoring, if you guys haven't heard that term. But it's it's the way you tie yourself or tether yourself to a good feeling, just like I helped that girl do this morning. Mm-hmm. She didn't plan on coming out of this conversation in a better mood, but she was in one. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's that kind of thing. Or Again, I call it personal mastery or self-regulation. But these thoughts and emotions have an oscillating frequency. And, and I do some energy work myself. I work with tuning forks and I have a software where I can kind of see what's going on with people. I can actually had this today. I can take a tuning fork and bring it into somebody's energy field and I can hear the emotion. Now, I might not know what it is yet because I'm still an apprentice when it comes to this. (laughs) (laughs) But what I can tell you is anxiety sounds just like anxiety. It's like a high oscillation Like a little annoying mosquito. Yeah, it's kind of, yeah, exactly. And so when I hear that, I know what to do, even if I don't know what it is. So I'm learning that these emotions, guys, they actually get stuck in your energy field, which which radiates out six or more feet from your body. And the ones that were there when you were born or your parents were having you, they're still there. They are in your field, and because they're magnetic, those feelings, you gravitating towards, let's say, something in the past, or in the case of anxiety, something in the future. Mm -hmm. And so hearing that and being able to move that for somebody is powerful. It's something I could never do just as a health coach. I was doing it energetically, kind of with the mindset thing, but... It really is being the master and not the puppet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's, that's where I talk about also we are so many layers. You know, we're an energetic layer. We're an emotional layer. We're a physical body layer. We're a spiritual layer. And and so we can get to this so many different ways. But one way that is almost impossible to really get to it, we can't really get to the roots of it, is with our cognition, because there's so many, uh, you know, barriers and whatnot that, that, you know, protect all the subconscious. (laughs) And uh, yeah, so energy, you know, other kinds of ways, you know, that are really, really efficient at getting to the root of it and, and changing that pattern Mm -hmm. for people's healing. 
Yeah, and you have your ways, and mm. I have my ways, and now the fork is just an additional way. Yeah. But it's a, I like the forks because they move the energy for me. It doesn't rely on the person to use the tool. Now, I don't think anybody should get out of learning tools and using them. That's not where I'm headed here. But I'm just saying until mm-hmm. that person gets there, it's nice to have something that you can use and say, look, how do you feel now? Oh, I feel better. Okay, so it's possible to mm-hmm. feel better. It's right. possible to have a different response to the feeling that you're having. Would you agree? Yeah, I would agree. And it's then that they can be a little more open to doing these little shifts that that get them there. And the stop technique is, like I said, one of those techniques that that I use that help. But you first have to have something good to replace it because you can't feel good and feel bad at the same time. It's not Mm -hmm. possible, right? Right, right. Like her today. Think of something good. There was no way she could do two things at once and feel bad and feel good. So once she realized all I had to do was feel this something good, now you have something to tie it to. That's That can be an anchor. But those anchors can be brought on. The feeling and the goodness can be brought on with practice. Like when you get on a bike, you don't ride your bike on the beach with no, no training wheels at three years old when you're first trying. You go on flat level ground, you know, you play around with it a little bit, you feel the pavement, and you get your footing And then if you see a bump coming, you can anticipate that bump and you learn to navigate. It's no different with these tools. Just like the kill the monster when it's a baby. For sure. See the bump. There's a bump coming. Get ready. Turn the bike. (laughs) Yeah. And and speaking of which, making plans and learning how to make different shifts, we are actually this Thursday doing our third new consciousness panel where we, this is all about raising consciousness and how can we get ourselves to a better place, especially during this time, you know, 2020, having been kind of interesting to say the least. And so that is this Thursday. Uh, I will go ahead and post the link underneath here. It was also on the other day, uh, but I'll post it after the show. And then we will be right back after these couple of messages. We're going to learn more about self-regulating and how do we avoid those speed bumps so we don't fall down and scratch our knees. (laughs) Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. 
Can grief be good for you? Absolutely. It gets your attention, helping you evaluate your choices and relationships. Your losses define who you are. Tune in each week for Good Grief with host Cheryl Jones. Our show features those who have made incredible transformations by grieving their losses. You'll learn how to find your courage and strength. You'll discover the important things in your life and how to let go of things that are less important. Good Grief airs live Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. Or send an email to Karin W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K A R I N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Shift Happens. I am your host, Karen Weary, and today I'm here with Sandra Miller, where we are talking about how do we master our emotions and how do we make these shifts and actually become the boss of our emotional life? Because when we become the boss of our emotional life, we really shift our mindset and so much is is possible because we're not constantly getting caught up in in this loop that keeps us stuck in in fear and self-doubt and all that heaviness and so so yeah you know just before uh, Sandra you were talking about um, you know how it important it is to Pay attention at the very first signs of, you know, the doubt, the procrastination, the anxiety, whatever it is that you're struggling with is showing up and, and which is really important. And I, I do another layer, which I'm sure you do too, where I talk about doing some of these exercises during completely non-stressful times you yes. know when you're just feeling because this this is the best way to start practicing so that that you are building that muscle and it becomes muscle memory so to speak absolutely when i first learned i call it the stop technique if you're driving down a street and they're working on the road and there's a big depression in the road 
They don't wait till you get there and go, oops, we were going to tell you there was a hole in the road, right? They go hundreds of feet down and they put up a big sign and it says stop or go slow or whatever, right? They give you plenty of time. So that's what you want to do is you want to be able to recognize if you're falling into a pattern, either with your feelings or your emotions. And we have 50,000 thoughts a day on average. Mm-hmm. 95% of those are the same. We're leaving no time for new thought. So you really do have to work it like, you know, a new habit. And so the stop technique, when I first learned it, uh, we had to practice literally making ourselves feel lousy. Stop using our anchor. And then, and, the, and then the next step is the most important. It's the praise. Because the human nervous system wants to be rewarded. That's all. That's all you want is you want to be rewarded. You want to feel good, right? And so when we at least catch ourselves, that's an opportunity to reward ourselves. And your brain's going to want that reward and within a few days, if that, you're going to start catching yourself even before you start thinking, like you're going to be waiting for it to happen so you can say stop and say, yeah, I did it. I, or I, the words that we were taught that still remain with me today, I freaking rock. That was what we had to say, the whole <laughs> bunch of us. I freaking rock. And we had to say it like 50 times. Uh-huh. So you want to talk about getting into your nervous system. It gets in and you can say, I am a creator. I am amazing. Whatever it is you want to say, you don't have to say what I said. But that was how I was taught. It's never left me. And so whenever I use the tool, and now it's so ingrained, I guess, I can't really tell you when I'm using it. I don't really, you know, I don't really know. It's so seamless. But with these 50,000 thoughts a day, if you're thinking and thinking about things that haven't even happened, I think this is a common statement. You're living in the future, right? That's anxiety. You're worrying about things that haven't even happened yet. Instead of creating what you want to happen, that's the goal and the beauty of a tool is that when you bring your awareness to the forefront, now you're a creator. Now you have the ability to go, well, what if? What if it didn't happen like that? What if it happened like this? And that's where all the possibility is. But you stopped for a second. You stopped that oscillating thought-feeling pattern, which basically equals your state of being. And you are bringing your feelings to a possible state. Gee, what if... I could do that. What if that was possible? Now you start to feel excited, which breeds equals your state of being. (laughs) Bringing your feelings to a possible state. Gee, what if I could do that? What if that was possible? That was interesting. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's fun. Yeah, yeah. Laugh at that stuff. Yeah. But 
but you know, and if, if feelings are magnetic, once you start mm-hmm. to feel in a bad way, the thoughts and feelings that are fired and wired together, right, Karen? Yep. Are going to start doing their little dance, and then all of a sudden, you're not the boss anymore. So having something that puts out an energetic foot, stop, like the sign holder, and trips the energy, now it's up to you where it goes. So what are you going to put in place of that? You have to have figured that out before it happens to be able to master yourself. That's where the magic starts to happen. And it is like magic when it starts happening and you start seeing that the results of it and uh, it becomes like you were saying, now you don't even know when you're using that tool because it's just a part of it's become part of your autopilot. And when what we want to really want to do, that's exactly the goal is to uh, discreate the habits that are stirring things up and and keeping you in a bad place and replacing them with good habits that are going to propel you forward. Absolutely. I mean, it works for procrastination. It works for lifestyle change. It works for getting over anxiety and depression. It works for everything. If you understand the kind of the mechanisms behind it and the mechanism behind it is that Everything is energy, light, and information. So what information do you want to provide your body? Everybody will say, well, it's biochemical. Well, it doesn't really begin there. It's what is your biochemistry instructed by light? And so a thought that's kind of lower on the light wave scale is going to pull you down, or I should say a feeling. Those negative feelings pull you into more negative feelings. It can't be helped. The only way to get out of it is to find something that makes you feel good and feel it and feel it and feel it. Because the better you feel, the better you feel, the better you feel. (laughs) It's a self-fulfilling prophecy that's going (laughs) in the right direction. (laughs) You know, and one of the things that I that I sh- share often since I, I read about it, Dr. Joe Dispenza, you know, who doesn't love Jeff, Dr. Joe Dispenza? Anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> he, you know, has all of this research behind. He's, you know, puts the, all these electrodes on people and whatnot. So he has all the data to show it. And, you know, and he uh, shows and he has the data to prove it that if you spend 10 minutes three times a day, Focusing on something that you're appreciative of, that you're grateful for, somebody or something that you love, and just focus on that, just like what Sandra was talking about right here, and focus on that, hold that thought, that feeling, really feel into that feeling for 10 minutes, three times a day, for four days these people increase their immune system by 50%, 50%, just by thinking about something or somebody that you love, appreciate, or grateful for. That is how powerful we are, people. So incredible. Yeah, and that's because feelings have a magnetic quality. So when you start to feel one good feeling, three times a day is just building a habit. You're feeling more and more and more and more good feelings if you keep doing it. 
And then what ends up happening is your days get better, your nights get better, you sleep better, your body aches less. I mean, everything gets better because you are creating higher and higher and higher vibration and light in your body. Energy is now flowing instead of getting stuck in that little loop. And that sucking literally sucks away your life force. So keeping energy in flow is super important. It's all about energy. Mm-hmm. Every bit of this is about energy, which is driving that biochemistry. Mm. Yeah, back in the day, a long time, I couldn't tell you when, I remember forever ago seeing Dr. Oz on Oprah, and he was saying the medicine of the future is going to be energy. So this it sounds really strange for people who have not been exposed very much to energy because it's very different. It's the beautiful thing of it is how powerful it is, how non-intrusive it is, how gentle it is, and it works, people. <laughs> it does work. I, you brought up Joe Dispenza. I'd like to kind of elaborate on something that I experienced with his meditation. So a lot of people that have anxiety or depression or whatever, they're trying to meditate. Of course, their head's going a million miles a minute, right? Yep. But if somebody said to me, which they have, and I don't get this, I'm not a visual person. I'm kinesthetic and auditory. Mm-hmm. So when you speak to me and I can touch it, I still sometimes need to see it. But I really understand things better if I can sense them. That's just me. That's not everybody. But I have friends who will do meditations and they'll say, imagine a bright white light coming down from the sky. And you lost me already. You lost me. I don't imagine. I try to, but I don't really get that mental picture like visual people do. Mm -hmm. Now, if you said to me, feel Okay, now you got me. I'm a feelings person. I can feel and make sense of what you're saying. Joe Dispenza's meditation called Blessing of the Energy Centers is not a imagine the bright white coming down through the crown of your head, imagine yourself in a purple bubble or any of that stuff. And I love my energy medicine friends dearly, but that doesn't work for me. He says to focus on an area, an energy center area. Mm -hmm. And then what you're doing when you're in that energy center is you're actually forgiving, you're clearing, you're bringing perfect energy, perfect intelligence Mm. to the area. And you're not controlling it. He's asking you to let it go, right? Mm -hmm. The path of least resistance. So when we're fighting and fighting and fighting stuff, we're fighting for it, not away from it. Right. Right? Yeah. Boy, does that uh, pertain to on so many levels. Oh, gosh. Right? (laughs) I mean, have you ever tried to kind of push at somebody? And what do they do? They push back and it's just this constant fight, right? Yeah. But if you back off, especially when it comes to really angry people, you know, blow them a kiss. 
you'll freak them out. They don't, they don't know what to do with that. You know, <laughs> Wait a minute. For confrontation. You're not doing what they're wanting you to do here. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know, yeah, you, I mean, you're right. Let's, let's get back at this in a couple of days. This is probably not a good time. They're like, well, they want to fight. They yeah. want that back and forth. But that never goes anywhere good. Mm-mm. And so with ourselves, it's the pushback of, okay, I'm going to force myself to think what you're telling me. And that doesn't work for a lot of people, me included. So for him to guide me through something where I'm really honoring the process and the intelligence that's greater than me, all I'm doing is saying there's only two things that have to happen for a person to be healed. The person who's facilitating the healer and holding space in a healing is holding space and you are allowing whatever happens for the highest and best good to happen and that's what his meditations do is it just brings you to the awareness of a place when you're aware and you're in the present you're not thinking about the past or the future if you're trying to imagine a white light next thing you know you're thinking about you know your mother-in-law and what she did and and it all starts getting a little crazy So it's being able to focus on a place in your body. And as you listen, it's really how I think his his stuff is really super awesome and Mm. very powerful. But then he moves up the chain and then you release everything for the highest and best good. Let go. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the latest things that I've been exploring a lot is surrender. And I have, uh, when we get to the next segment, uh, a funny little story about the whole, uh, you know, bulls bumping heads type of stories. Um, Yeah, I have some story I want to share with you. And how... Uh, it's it truly has been a lesson for me uh, how to do that with my son. So, <laughs> so I just again want to remind you guys that this Thursday from eleven to one uh, Eastern Standard Time, we are doing the new consciousness panel. This is a series that we've been g- going through this year, where we are uh, the the purpose is to give an energy update, give uh, ideas and thoughts and how do we get through this, not just this year, but it's been especially important this year, but how do we uplift ourselves? It's an inside job and we are going to talk about solutions. So this one coming up, we're going to be talking about community, sovereignty, and uh, actual real solutions of things everyday people can do to get to a better place and and to honor who we are and yes that's it so and it's free just click on there i'll share the link and uh, after these few messages we'll be back with sandra who's going to share more about uh this this huge project that she's got going on become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Insight's Dramatic Weight Loss Coaching Program is a transformational program healing you from the inside out so you can finally achieve your healthy weight for good by resolving the underlying reason why you've been holding on to the weight. The program features nine transformational individual sessions. You'll rebuild gut health and reduce inflammation. It's not a diet. Instead, you'll learn how to make peace with food and develop clean eating as a lifestyle. Visit InsightsCounselingCenter.com to find out more. 
Is your health where you think it should be? If you're like most people, the answer is probably not. Where can you get the answers you need to get on the right track? The answers start on Occupy Health. Each week, host Dr. Susan Downs and her guest experts will answer your questions as well as prepare you for questions you'll want to ask your health provider. You'll want to plan for your optimal health with Occupy Health. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. The show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Cancer Support Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to Shift Happens with Karin Weary. Do you have a question or comment about today's program? If so, we'd love to hear from you. Call in to the live show at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to W at insightscounselingcenter.com. Remember that Karin is spelled K-A-R-I-N. Now, back to Shift Happens. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Shift Happens. We just had a little dance competition. Y'all didn't know unless you were watching us, (laughs) and I lost. So, gosh dang it. Yeah, I know. Winners are losers. Uh, But you did put more energy into it. So that's it. That's it. So anyway. I got to get mine out somewhere. (laughs) I am Karen Weary, host of Shift Happens. And today we are talking all about mindset and how to become the master of it. And how do we get to self-regulation when it just seems as though the mind and the thoughts, they want to take over. (laughs) And I had a little story that I'll share real quick. um, And then I'll let Sandra get into her can-do strategy because who doesn't need some can-do? We all do. (laughs) And so just before this segment here, uh, Sandra was talking about how with resistance and how we try to force things and and things are, you know, you're just told you have to do this and, and how that never works. So you might be able to bully your way into certain things, but it's not, uh, you're being a bully and somebody else is being the, you know, uh, you know, you know, kind of like forced to do something that's against their will. And so this is just not good energy. This is not good harmony. So I had a huge lesson, life lesson with that, with my son, who happens to be one of those strong-willed people. And so am I. So, (laughs) So I knew that the more that I would get engaged in this power struggle, 
the less I was going to get accomplished. And it was just going to be horrendous for both of us, for everybody. Uh, And so I learned how to really say what I needed to say. And these are your choices. You choose which one of these options that you want. And then I would step away. And, um, and then after he got a little bit older, because at first I needed to be hands-on, I needed to, or, you know, put him in another room because it got, it got wild and crazy. <laughs> and when he got a little bit older, then he would walk off because he was mad and I uh, didn't want to do what I wanted him to do. And uh, he, I would just let him be. And then next thing you know, however long it would be, he would come back and then he would you know, have made up a story that, yes, he wanted to do whatever it was, as though it was his thought and his idea. I was like, that's a great idea. (laughs) It was a win-win. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, when I worked in weight loss, you know, person would come in and they want to take your program, but they always try to talk themselves out of it for whatever reason at the end, right? And there's a saying when you're a salesperson for a high ticket item is you present the program and the last person who speaks So the next person who speaks loses. And that's exactly what you do. You lay everything out and then you shut up. Nobody, like there's some really long moments of silence (laughs) or at least they feel like they are, you know, they feel like they're forever. Um, But that person needs it to be their idea. And so the, the thing that we were starting to talk about just as we came back on was about the, the tug of war. And it's important, I think, to really recognize that, that we need to have our own flexibility. We need to be more flexible. So when it comes to this can-do strategy, I'm just going to lay out real quickly how I lay things out in my programs. And it's going to be no different in this program that's coming up for the fuel program, which is going to be, it's going to be health and wellness, losing body fat, changing your mindset, going on the emotional detox, and just kind of feeling fueled and great and fabulous but my, my, yeah, body, mind, spirit. <laughs> you <laughs> made a new word. <laughs> yeah. So the can-do strategy starts with the C, which is core beliefs. Are you willing to change them? I'm just going to give you a really easy example. All your girlfriends go out and drink wine twice a week. And you're trying to lose weight, right? So what do you do? Do you tell them you're not going to go? Do you not speak up? You know, what's the mindset that a person goes through when they're trying to change, but they're feeling pressure? The point is with the C and the core beliefs is if you are inflexible in your beliefs and you're unwilling to look at things differently, it's going to be a tough road. You have to be open to flexibility. Maybe the way I'm doing things isn't really the right way. Maybe I should be open to trying something different. And, you know, and then if it doesn't work out, then I will reevaluate my next steps. But be open to trying something you never have before, because obviously, whatever you're doing now is not working, right? So that core belief can hold us back from getting where we want to go. You know, children should be seen and not heard, that type of thing. And maybe I shouldn't speak my truth. And then we get thyroid disease. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> and, you know? Yep. So, so then it's attitude. And the attitude has to be no matter what. Is it going to get tough? Yeah, it's going to get tough. 
It doesn't mean you back off. It's too tough. I'm going to back off. I've been trying this for a week. It's not working. No, there are no excuses. And as far as I'm concerned, we'll find a way. But the answer isn't no way. The answer is let's find a way that works. So attitude is everything. Oh, I can't change. Oh, that's not going to work for me. That's inflexible thinking, right? So the N is um, no excuses. There are no excuses for you not to be able to get what you want in life. You just have to be willing to maybe even be the pioneer. You might not be popular. No, I don't want to go have wine. Let's do something else. Oh, no, come on. You can just have a glass kind of thing. You have to be unpopular sometimes to make yourself happy. And you know my motto is do unto yourself. Honestly, it's very altruistic to be nice to people and think about them. But you don't have an obligation to that. You have an obligation to you. So no excuses. When you lay out a plan, you follow it through to the end of the period, and then you reevaluate it. D is a daily method of operation, just like we were talking about earlier. You have to flex that muscle. You have to practice. Even when you're in a good mood, you got to make yourself be in kind of a bad mood and think of something negative just to make sure your skills are sharp and you're able to switch that on and off and say, yeah, that worked. And then, of course, the outcome. Focusing on the feelings of the outcome brings that heart-brain coherence that everything's working to. A lot of people think the brain is the boss, but it isn't. The heart is the boss. It's the largest electromagnetic organ in your body. And it tells your brain what to do. So if this comes first, it can override this. We just have to keep focusing on this, on this, on this, and not on trying to fix this because you're going to drive yourself crazy (laughs) if you do that. It's not going to work that way. It's backwards. Yeah. And, you know, uh, there is a tool that I teach people that when they're not sure what to do, you know, they have a decision to make and uh, People are all up here in the head, and I and I tell people now just focus down on your in your heart and ask that same question: What if I do this? And they know right away, you know, and they'll have an immediate response the other way, one way or another. And I said, Well, that's your answer, you know. When people yeah. say, "I'm not living your life," I can give you ideas and this, that, and the other, but I could be totally off because. Everybody has their own set of morals and standards and what they want. And, and, and I can't tell people what they should do. I can help you tune into what is right for you. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that method. Mm-hmm. And what I'll usually do is it, it's all about choices because, again, flexibility is good. But if you give me one choice... And I don't think that choice is going to work. What am I going to do? I'm going to be resistant, right? Yep. So I'll usually say to somebody, okay, in a perfect world, we have three scenarios, right? You're in the cornfield. You have three ways you can go. A, where do you think that will end up if you did that? Will that work for you? Does that sound like you? Does it sound like, you know, yeah, that might work for me. Okay, let's look at another way. Like, for instance, going 
to dinner at, at a relative's house and your mother-in-law made something that you're trying not to eat because you're diabetic or you're on a diet or whatever. Well, A could be, I'm just not going to go. That's what I did when I was losing weight. I just wouldn't go. I didn't want to be tempted. I didn't want you to try to tempt me. I didn't want that experience. So I just stayed away. I didn't think I was weak. I just didn't want the pressure of somebody trying to make me do something I wasn't wanting to do, right? I was There's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of pressure, especially during the holidays. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. We were the Italians. you got to eat. Why are you eating? You know, because I'm not eating that anymore. I just lost 30 pounds. (laughs) You know, I'm not doing that. And I'm full. Yeah, and I'm already full. So you have that option. Okay, I'm just not going to go. And if that's what you feel is right for you, that's the right answer. It shouldn't matter what anybody else thinks about it. They're not the ones that have to do what you have to do. They're obviously not doing what you have to do. Then there's B. Okay, I'm going to go, but I'm going to say I already ate. Or, oh, gee, whatever. You're going to make up a little white lie, and those are perfectly acceptable, to get yourself out of doing something you don't want to do, right? Because your will is good. You just don't like the pressure. That might be a strategy, And then strategy C might be, I'm going to go and hope I do good, but if I don't, I'm going to feel lousy later. Well, let's take that one out of the equation Yeah. and, you know, kind of go back and forth. It's the lesser of a few evils. It's like picking a president, right? I mean, you got to figure out, (laughs) do I want to go this way? Do I, well, where where do I want to end up? And so so the outcome, focusing on the outcome is what you should do. What do you want to happen? And what's the best chance for you to end up with the prosequences you're looking to get and not the consequences? Oh, A seems to be the, okay, that's your answer. But my husband, doesn't matter what your husband says, doesn't matter what your mother-in-law says, this is about you. Your feelings matter, you know, like Black Lives Matter, your feelings matter. Oh, they do, you know, so it's like a realization that sometimes we become a little unpopular when we make the right decision for us. So we have to be resilient if if that's, you know, going to be the case. Right. And so, Sandra, how do people find you real quick? I am on Facebook at Amped, A-M-P-E-D, Health. And I am all, I'm not really on any other place. I do spend a lot of time creating. And right now I'm in the creation of a webinar that's coming up this Saturday at uh, 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And it's the Fast Track to Fat Loss. It's called the Fueled Metabolic Reset. And if you come, I am going to help you stop feeling shame about diets that are never going to work for you. I'm going to present a functional medicine strategy to rebuild health from the ground up. Weight loss is just a side benefit. It's going to happen. It might not happen quickly, but it will happen. And you're going to be able to learn the mindset tools you need and the strategies that I teach to get you through the holidays so that you don't have to end up an extra 10 pounds and feeling crappy. In addition to the COVID weight that everyone's lost, you got to jump on it. And you've got some tools in your toolbox to take you into the first year. And that's good. 
All right. So yeah, we will uh, let that be here on this um, this link here on Facebook, and we are going to have to wrap up for today. So go out there, shine your beautiful life, and we will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Shift Happens. Please join host Karin Weary, Ida Serena Lee, and John Kennedy for another edition of our program next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We wish you continued success as you discover the true you.